Welcome to the Confessions of the Unknown, your portal to the world of unexplained and the extraordinary. I'm your guide on this journey, and my name is Fairy. Every week, we'll bring you authentic stories from individuals just like you. So gather around the bonfire, make yourselves comfortable, and let's unveil the secrets of the shadows. This podcast is a special creation from creepybonfire.com, a heaven for those who relish in horror fiction, true crime sagas, and the mysteries of our world. Our first confession comes from a hospital room, a place of life's beginnings and poignant encounters. A new mother meets Kelly, a nurse whose presence defines time and logic. Let's hear her haunting yet heartwarming experience. In 2020, at the beginning of COVID, I had just given birth. At this time, I could only have one other person in the room with me my entire stay at the hospital. Of course, my kid's father was there, but like the third day, he left to clean up our house and get everything prepared for me and the baby. I had gotten sick and had a C-section, so I had to stay for about four to five days. Well, while he was away, a nurse named Kelly said she would be helping me throughout the day and spending time with me so I don't feel lonely while dad is gone. I couldn't really hold my baby due to me being sick and the pain from the C-section, so the nurses would come in every time it was time for me to feed. I noticed when they came in, they wouldn't acknowledge Kelly, and she would go to the furthest part of the room, and she would tell me, I'm just gonna get out of the way. Now, she did tell me that she didn't specialize in what they did. She was there just for comfort, so I didn't question anything. The entire day was so helpful and encouraging to me. I really believe I wouldn't broken down if she wasn't in there with me. She was such a sweetheart. Well, after about five to six hours, she told me she had to leave and that she would come visit me before her shift was over to see how was I going. She hugged me and blew a kiss at my baby and walked out of the room. Later that night, Dad came back, and he was very upset. He had told me some stuff happened with his mom, and that he was sorry he took so long. I was upset but I told him a nurse named Kelly kept me company. As I'm telling him about her, my nurse is changing my sheets. And she's like, who is Kelly? I explained, and she said that nobody named Kelly was in my room or working at that day. So I instantly thought about those women who would pretend to be nurses and kidnap children but my nurse told me that I have maybe hallucinating and she told my doctor about it. I talked to my doctor. He said the same thing. 
Well, a couple of hours later, a nurse that I didn't recognize came in my room and said, I know this might sound crazy, but everyone on this floor is talking about you seeing Kelly. I said, yeah, she was in here with me for like seven hours today. She helped out a lot. We're smiling and laughing while I was telling her about Kelly and how sweet and funny she was. Then she pulled up her phone and showed me pictures of her and Kelly that looked like to be maybe early 2000s. I was smiling knowing that I wasn't hallucinating. It felt safe. Then she sat down and told me that Kelly died over 10 years ago from domestic violence with her boyfriend. I wasn't too shocked because my entire life I've been dealing with paranormal. But I got chills because I never had encounters this deep. Well, the lady gave me a hug and started crying saying, now I know that she's okay. Since that day, I've been wondering, why did Kelly come in my room and help me? I kind of wish I could see her again. For a deadly dose of horror culture, true crime stories, and unique fiction, visit creepybonfire.com. Do you have a ghostly tale to share? Email us your stories to creepybonfire at gmail.com. Your experience could be the highlight of our next episode, casting light to the mysteries of our reality. Our next encounter takes turn towards the bizarre. A tale of a cat, an enigmatic shadow, and a whisper that echoes in the silence. This story challenges our understanding of the animal and spirit realms. Let's dive into it. I was called by a lady who swore that her cat was possessed. I was incredibly skeptical, but very curious. According to the lady, her cat would suddenly start screaming at the top of its lungs. It would do this crazy-looking slow-motion walk while tilting its head at a weird angles. If she tried to approach it, it would lash out at her with its claws. After having one of these spells, it would hide but not relax. Its tail would swing windily and it growled to itself for up to an hour. As strange as all of this sounded, I spoke to one of my team members who is very sensitive. After hearing the story, she insisted that we should investigate. We arrived at the residence around 4.30 p.m. The lady gave us a tour to the house and introduced us to the cat. It was a standard ranch-style home and we found nothing creepy about it. The cat was cool, very affectionate, and really took to my fellow investigator. She spent a couple of hours alone with a cat while I got the paperwork for the formalities. She invited us to investigate the home that night as she had a date, then worked the 11pm to 7am shift at the local hospital. She left for her date around 7.30pm. 
and we began our formal investigation. We moved room to room asking questions in hope to get something or at least a knock in response to a question. We had no activity until 11.30 p.m. The cat started screaming in the master bedroom. Upon entering the doorway, my partner grabbed my shoulder, stopping me and motioned finger to leap for me to be quiet and listen. It was hard with the cat screams. They made my hair stand on end. As we watched and listened, a shadow began to form in the corner of the room. There was a whisper coming from the shadow that was not recorded by our DVRS, and we could not understand what it said. The cat was mad. It was scared and ready to fight. So we witnessed the claims of the lady firsthand, and they were exactly as she described. My partner spoke very clumsily to the shadow, saying, You're scaring the cat. I don't think you mean to, so if you leave this room and go to the bedroom across the hall, we will help you. We turned and entered a smaller bedroom and sat quietly on the bed, waiting to see what would happen. A few moments later, my partner grabbed my arm and pointed at the doorway into the spare bathroom shared with the two smaller bedrooms. I could clearly see a humanoid shape with no features, but it was blacker than the dark. This teammate and I had worked together too many times and had a routine that we followed. I told the entity that everything was okay. The cats call now and we want to know how we can help. It slowly moved the doorway and slightly into the room. At that point, I heard through my DVR the word kitty. While recording, I always plug in an earpiece so I can hear what's been recorded in real time. I asked if it was trying to pet the kitty and it stretched out its arm, pointing towards the master room where the cat was. I asked if it wanted to hurt the kitty and almost immediately heard a sigh and whimmer. I asked again if it wanted to hurt the kitty and stated that in order for us to help it, it needed to answer. My partner told me a minute later that it answered. She sensed that it indicated that it only wanted to pet the cat. She also sensed that this was the spirit of an adolescent male and she thought that in life he had some type of developmental issue. While we spoke to the entity seemed to sway slightly back and forth but it didn't go nowhere. It seemed that it was listening to our conversation. I once again spoke to it saying it had scared the cat and if it wanted to pet it, that it would have to make friends with it. I explained that if it would sit still and speak to the cat, that it would learn that you don't want to hurt it. A moment later, the cat appeared in the hall doorway and sat down calmly. No one spoke or even moved, including the spirit. A few moments later, 
The cat joined us on the bed. I spoke to it calmly, and my partner scratched its neck and head. As I looked back up from the cat at the spirit, I noticed that it was gone. We experienced nothing else that night and locked up the house and left. Two days later, my teammate called me very excited. She had searched the property and found that a young man who had Down syndrome had died in the property when he had fallen out from a treehouse. We gathered our evidence and met the lady the following day. I played her all of the recordings of us talking to the spirit so that she would understand what exactly happened. When she heard me telling the spirit how to make friends with a cat, she began to cry. She told us that only that morning the cat was on the bed in the smaller bedroom. It was purring very loud and moving its head like someone was scratching it. Tonight's confessions has taken us through a whirlwind of emotions, from heartache to the comforting embrace of the unknown. Join us next time for more real-life encounters with the other side. Send your ghost stories to creepybonfire at gmail.com and visit creepybonfire.com for your horror dose every day. Join us next time for more real-life encounters with the other side. Until then, keep the flames of curiosity alive and your mind open to the wonders around us. Good night, and remember, the unknown is only a story away.